Gumbo Nation, you're listening to Mortgage Gumbo with Dwayne Stein right here on iHeartRadio, and I'm your host, Dwayne Stein, the Gulf South Mortgage Authority, and if you want to join the show, give us a call, 504-260-0995, or you can shoot an email to info at mortgagegumbo.com. Got a jam-packed show for you today. The Fed spoke. We've got updated housing data information and reverse mortgages. I'm doing as many reverse mortgages as I have done in years. And we're going to go over the reasons why. And before you go, oh, no, reverse mortgages aren't for me. Uh, You may want to listen to some of the information we got because we realize it's not for everybody. But today we're going to discuss what are they, what's the state of the boomer generation, any myths out there, we'll answer your questions. We get several of them, so we've got those for you. And then, hey, what are the pros and cons of the reverse mortgage? So, a lot to get to. So, if you want to join the show, 504-260-0995, or you can shoot an email to info at mortgagegumbo.com. Welcome, James Parker, to the show. James, welcome to the show, my man. Uh, hey, how do I sound? Is this connection okay? Because you were a little garbly to me. So if it's coming back funky, we, um, we'll we find uh, the plan B real quick. Yep. All right. It's saying it's robotic. I'm getting out of the restream. See you, James. We'll catch up. Uh, let's try to get into something else okay. there. So uh, you got to love technology, folks. So as long as it sounds good on uh radio that is what matters there so um so when it comes to uh what's going on reverse mortgages we've got those questions for you uh you gotta love technology but thank you i appreciate uh on um uh on uh the heads up on um what it sounds like on the feed but hopefully we're coming across on air live and clear so Um, let's talk about what we want to talk about really is the Fed spoke this week and with the Fed, you know, one of the things we, we told you it was the worst kept secret out there that the Fed was going to pause rates. But folks, what, what, what stinks is this, it's what the Fed says after. And, you know, if you get my Rue newsletter, uh, I was pretty, uh, pretty straightforward, uh, on this this past week uh, on my thoughts on everything that's going on and and really just the disappointment um, the Fed and this isn't to be political this is just from a standpoint of what I'm seeing and from you the consumer uh, they're spineless they do not make a decision they 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 make a decision and then they immediately uh, back off of it I mean immediately Right, so the Fed will say we're going to maintain rates, and then in their comments after, they come right out and say, "But we're looking at chances are we are going to uh, raise rates still one more time this year." Right, so, but yet they say how the economy is doing this, it's doing that. Here's the frustration with the Fed, y'all. It's become political. We've talked about that on the show a lot, a lot. And at the end of the day, somebody's trying to keep their job versus doing what's right for you and me. Because in his notes afterwards, he stated how while we're not at 2%, they're seeing everything that they want to see, yet they say they're going to go increase the rates. Well, that immediately skyrockets mortgage rates. And again, I know to listeners, you go, well, Dwayne, the federal funds rate don't have anything to do with um, mortgage interest rates. You're 100% correct. They don't. But what does is the mortgage interest rates follow inflation. So as soon as the Fed says this, it has an effect on the bond market. Okay? Because when they say they're going to raise rates one more time, the bonds go increase because they know people are going to go to the bond market. Right? To find security. 
So they've got to go start pricing in future mortgage uh, mortgage hikes to try and keep up with inflation. So when you look at this, the Fed comes out and they go, well, retail sales show that uh, things have not slowed down. No poop. Everybody's out living off their credit cards right now in survival mode. The biggest thing that showed me this Fed is clueless is that they said they do not look at energy as a factor when it comes to uh, the Fed. Energy is not uh, a factor when you're looking at the decisions the Fed makes. Folks, energy is gas. Energy is fuel. Energy is how we drive to get groceries. I don't know about you, but have you seen when you go to the grocery store, or now many of you may get your groceries delivered uh, in the mail or dropped off, maybe you haven't seen in a while, but there's no chicken farms or cows or, or farms, period, in the back, right? There's no little bottling companies that bottle up the, the sodas or the waters. This has to come on trucks, which is fuel. And for the Fed to say that fuel uh, energy is not something that they're keeping an eye on, that's probably why gas and oil right now is over $90. And go look at what you're paying at the pump. So this is having a tremendous strain right now. So where the frustration comes in is the fact that they're so clueless on this that they've got to go say, hey, we're going to have another hike Instead of just going, hey, we like we had 45 days since our last meeting. We liked what we're seeing. We know that student loans are about to have to start being paid at an average of $360 a month for 44 million Americans. So we know that inflation is probably, as we've said on Mortgage Gumbo, going to sort of take care of itself. No, they go... Well, we'll see what we're going to do, but we, we plan on another hike rate, another height rate. Then they throw in there on top of that, well, rate cuts next year instead of maybe four, we'll go two. How about say nothing? How about say absolutely nothing? You've proven you can't predict the future. Your crystal ball doesn't work worth a poop. And at the end of the day, you're the folks who said this was transitory. And what they're trying to avoid, folks, is this. They're trying to keep from saying, you know, the three-letter word, recession. And the fact is, everybody's feeling the pain. So I don't care what you call it. You just call it tough. Tough is what we're dealing with. James, thanks for joining on the phone, man. Uh, Sorry about those uh, uh, little digital issues there. But... Um, what are your thoughts, James? Because I know you watch the notes, right? It's not about what he says, it's the or what he does. It's what he says afterwards. What's your feedback, brother? Well, I'm so glad you said the word transitory because that's what I want everybody to remember. Because you know, though they have all the stockbroker ads, you know, past performance is not indicative of future results or whatever, or no promise guarantee of future results. But for these guys, if they keep getting it wrong over and over and over in the past, whatever they say today, don't have any expectation of that coming true. And, and you know, they, they hike. It's not that the level we're at. It's that we went from zero to this level in, what, like 18 months? And so that's where the real convulsions in the economy come from, is the rules change. It's not even necessarily that this is a high interest rate. It's just higher than it was previously, and and uh, it, it was not like a gradual phase-in. And so that's why there's this sort of whiplash in the economy. And this rate isn't going to kill us, but if, it, if this isn't high enough to tamp down inflation, that will. Yeah. Well, and like we talked about, we know we've got student loans coming, right? I mean, we know all these things that have been affected. But, you know, and in here, let's play devil's advocate a little bit. Because I think I think the, the Fed Reserve chairman is a joke. I think his the presidents that he has working for them are jokes. But then you got to kind of feel for the guy because this president that we have just went without any vote or anything gave 325 
what, million or trillion dollars to Ukraine yesterday. Right? So yeah, I have no answer for that. I have no answer for that. But I, I can tell you that it has always been a, a small point of sympathy with me for whoever the Federal Reserve Chairman is. Because ultimately, whether or not inflation ramps up or slows down is not in their hands. They can kind of, like, throw a wet blanket on a fire. But if the fire's too big, and, and by fire, I mean the, the federal deficit that's too big that you can't sell bonds for, so they have to print the money. And they call it monetizing the debt. But you and I know it's, you know, metaphorically printing money. And as long as they're doing that by a $2 trillion a year clip, it doesn't matter what Jerome Powell does or says or even really what the interest rate is. There's going to be inflation. And, you know, he only deserves so much blame. It really comes down to Congress, and neither party right now is asking for a balanced budget. So expect more inflation, y'all. Well, and, and, and look, they, you know, they could talk about all this baloney about uh, the government shutdown, and, and that's one of the things that Powell was talking about. But like I said, the things that frustrated me more than anything was it's a, it's a concern of mine, and I get it. Listen, I'm in the mortgage industry. And for those that are listening, you want to know about real estate, right? So that's why I'm telling you how I get that anybody not in the real estate industry right now is like, I don't care. I got 3.25%. I don't care what mortgage rates are doing, right? But they like that home values are still going up. So that's why we're talking about this because, again, and I've got data here to prove what's going on with housing as well, and why buying a house is still a win. But my point of bringing up the Fed talk is we continue, it's the blind leading the blind, and it continues to be, that's why I tell you, it's like a, a hockey puck, that when somebody hits it, the Fed goes back to where it was hit, not to where, where it was hit to. And data lags. And they continue to wait on things instead of seeing where the trends and following the data and where it's going. And look, they're going to raise rates again in November. So what that means is get prepared for Christmas. But here's why they're going to raise rates. I'm going to predict something because we know unemployment. Here's what they're going to say. They say unemployment's not bad. Last year at this time, there was 450,000 a month in job creations. Now it's 150. That's 300,000 less people looking for jobs, right? So let's look at those numbers behind the scenes. But the other thing is they're going to be like, because now that they count part-time jobs, what do you think you have, James, in the fourth quarter? Somebody's got to dress up as Santa Claus. Somebody's got to put that tree in your car. Somebody's got to be the elf. Somebody's got to take the pictures. Somebody's got to be there uh, at the perfume stores to help you out to get, you know, uh, the gift for your fiance, your loved one, your significant other. So guess what's going to happen? Well, unemployment is down, and that's what they're going to use. I can tell you now. So mark this segment and remember it because that's what's going to happen. On the other side of the break, we've got housing data for you to let you know exactly where things are going, right? Hey, I'm going to wait. There's going to be a bunch of houses that are going to come on the market, all that fun stuff. We got we bust out the crystal ball, folks. You're listening to Mortgage Gumbo with Dwayne Stein right here on iHeartRadio, 504-260-0995. What's cooking, Gumbo Nation? This is Dwayne Stein. It's my pleasure to welcome Floor de Lee Law and Title to the Total Home Authority. Floor de Lee Law and Title is your hometown team for real estate closings and all your essential legal services. Jeff and his vetted team of attorneys can help you with any legal services you may need. If I trust them, you can too. To find an office near you, visit FDLTitle.com. That's FDLTitle.com. What's cooking, Gumbo Nation? This is Dwayne Stein of Mortgage Gumbo. Buying a home in today's market is brave. At Mortgage Gumbo Dad Cam, my free second look saves listeners and homeowners like you thousands in interest, reduced fees, and lower interest rate. Before you buy, trust but verify with Mortgage Gumbo's free second look. Let me shop the best options for you today. 
trusted for 30 plus years, I'll earn yours also. Visit mortgagegumbo.com. Wow, that's awesome. So smooth. Hi, this is Dwayne Stein of Mortgage Gumbo. In those phrases, I get to hear daily from my mortgage clients. But when I get away from the office, America's original craft vodka, Tito's, draws the same compliment. So take a sip, relax, and conquer the world with a fresh beverage that includes Tito's. It's gluten-free. Visit MortgageGumbo.com. Not what, but when in the Gulf South will Mother Nature rear her ugly head. That's why I trust the queen of insurance, Colette, with all my mortgage clients. With 85 plus years of experience, Colette and her team can ensure you have the proper coverage for you and your family, not the stinky carrier. So home and auto, flood or commercial, the queen and her team can help. Visit themonarchins.com. If you want to join the show, 504-260-0995, or you can shoot an email to info at mortgagegumbo.com. So on the first segment, we were talking a little bit about the Fed uh, and what they had going on this week, which was a little bit, let's face it, uh, disappointing. Um, But now, you know, what we've got to look at is let's look at the state of the housing market where it is right now. And, uh, James, just want to make sure we've got you back, man. I know we're trying to, uh, ad lib here, but I am here. Yeah. Okay, good. So, so wanted to kind of talk about really the state of the market. Well, before we do that though, let's give a shout out to G unit and the Lakeshore Titans. Um, finally week four, uh, got a win last night. So, uh, 48, nothing win. So got a, gotta i mean we gotta we 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 talk about the losses we gotta celebrate the wins that is for sure so uh now one and three on the season so uh you know hopefully the turnaround has begun so shout out to uh lakeshore titans with the coaches uh getting us back on the winning streak so we're going to talk a little bit about uh existing home sales and new home sales so existing home sales uh, in August, uh, decreased, right? So when you're looking at this, year-over-year sales for existing home sales, Gumbo Nation, existing home sales is fifth, fell 15.3% year-over-year. That's down, okay, to 4.4 million expected units to 4.7 to 4. from to 4 points from 4.77 to 4 million. Okay, what that means is we've talked about and we've introduced to the show that locked in, right? You're locked in. Existing homes means it's a home that has been lived in. So, you know, that means sales. That's inventory, right? So when we're looking at that, that is a big, big deal, okay? The other thing we look at is housing starts, right? Now, what I think is important is that we sort of discuss what are household formations, right? And household formations, that is when you have three to four or more people, whether it's a family, roommates, what is a household formation, right? And right now, you've got 2.7 million household formations, right? That means 2.7. Zero, I'm sorry, 2.07 household formations. So that's people that have more than two living in a household. Yet, we've only got 1.5 million completed single-family homes. So you could see the effect when we talk about inventory and the lack of inventory. Right, Gumbo Nation? So housing starts year over year or down 15%. Housing completions are up 4%, but that includes multifamily. That's your doubles, apartments, different things like that. So when you bring into the mix single-family completions year over year, it's down 6%. 
Because it's hard for builders right now, right? It, you know, dirt costs more. Everything costs more. And these builders, before they get into something, almost want to have something pre-sold. Now, thank goodness this, the, the new home sales and the constru- new construction is going on. Because like we talked about, with everybody else being locked in, that's where we're seeing some of these issues where you just can't get people to the table on existing home sales. But let's look at permits, right? Permits, if you recall, James and I have talked about this, a permit is kind of like your crystal ball, right? And you could kind of look into the future. But a permit doesn't guarantee a housing start, but it's a permit, meaning they are their plan is to build right that is the plan they want to build that they hope to build so when we're looking at that permits are up 7% on single family housing but down 3% overall so a permit is 6 to 9 months out So keep that in mind. That's not tomorrow. That's homes that are six to nine months out. So when you look at the housing market, James, um, there's not going to be a bunch of inventory coming on the market anytime soon. And when you look at that, you've got more household formations happening than inventory. What do you think that means for home prices? They're not coming down anytime soon. That's for sure. Well, I would like to see the statistic that tells you the opposite end of the spectrum of that story, and that is how many houses are coming offline every month or month to month or compared to this time last year. And by, by houses that are coming off the market, you know, some houses just get so dilapidated, they get condemned and they become knockdowns or somehow get damaged in some natural disaster and it's not worth repairing, so someone just takes the check and builds a house somewhere or buys a house somewhere else. There's also the houses that go offline because someone bought a, an old crusty duplex in Lakeview and they knocked it over so they could build themselves a mansion. So instead of two families living there, there's one. You know, so you're kind of trading in housing units that, you know, I, I would like to know what the other side of that story is because that's really the missing piece of data on, you know, even if it sounds good that this many houses are coming online, how many are going offline? Because there's a chance, without knowing this number, there's a chance we could actually be losing inventory. And I don't mean, like, how many are available right now, but overall in the scale of houses, it, it's probably even tighter than the numbers that you're reporting right now. Yeah, and, and you know, and, and, you know, this week on one of the shows, you know, you had the guy from, you know, and, and this is the problem is you've got these these big investors out there who are buying up uh these houses are and they are not they're using them as rents right we were hoping rents would start going down and falling and you know i don't know about you or me but they say hey housing it looks like rents may fall i don't have one person that's come to me and said that they're i saw an article this week that landlords beginning to give concessions to keep consumers renting i've not heard of one landlord that's gone to them and said hey, we're going to buy you a Christmas present or we're going to lower your rent. I would love to have somebody call and tell me what landlord out there has lowered their rents, right? Yeah, well, we know what the, we know what the problem with national stats is. is there's some guy living in a high-rise in downtown San Francisco in a 900-square-foot apartment, and his rent's going to go down from 2700 a month to 2300 a month. That's a $400 difference. So if someone in you know Mandeville has their duplex rent raised from – you know, sixteen to two thousand a month. That sort of evens out, and you yeah. know, it's not the same thing. Your rent can be going up here a lot, and it could be canceled out by rent going down in places where it's even more artificially inflated in those big cities where the the numbers get a lot bigger than they are out here. And let me be clear on when I said household formations. Let me kind of explain really what that is by definition. Right, it, it, a household formation is the number of new households that are formed over the long term. A household is a group of people living together, such as a family, a couple, uh, or roommates. So it's projected by population, by age. Um, So that's why when we talk about 2.07 million household formations, when you've got inventory where it's at, 
you could see the challenge right now with the housing market. Now, I could tell you this. If people want to buy a home, we are seeing people who are aggressive and the agents I'm working with who know how to get contracts written or getting them written. But I also see folks who are out there and and trying to do things on their own, and some are getting burnt. Had one this week who lost their deposit because they went and wrote a contract up and didn't know what they were putting, didn't give themselves the outs. And that's why we tell you, if you're looking to purchase a home, get with us. Part of our pre-approval, we'll put you with a realtor that can represent you. Let's get into our weekly segment we like to call Rate Watch. Rate Watch is brought to you by Tito's Handmade Vodka. It's America's first handcrafted vodka. 30-year, last week 7.29, this week 7.39. It's a 30-year conventional. 15-year conventional, 664 last week, 671. So you can see when the Fed spoke with his comments, what they've done to the uh, to the rates. Uh, FHA, 675 at 682. Jumbo, 734 up to 742. VA, 675 up to 685. Five one arm up from 7.09 to 7.13. So when we talk about interest rates right now, look, they're in that number that we don't like, but that's where also for that buyer who's aggressive right now, in the long run, you're going to see the wins. You're going to see that equity, uh, that the benefits and the rewards come back to you with equity. So uh, on the other side of the break, reverse mortgages. Send in those myths. Tell us, you know, you think they're horrible. It gets a bad rap. And, I, hey, I understand. But here, what we're going to let you know is this. Reverse mortgages aren't for everybody. But you're going to hear the state. I'm going to give you some stats on, this, uh, uh, on the state of the boomer generation. And it's in trouble. And they hold a ton of the equity. So we're going to talk about that. And, hey, are reverse mortgages right for you? We're writing more now than we have in years. You're listening to Mortgage Gumbo with Dwayne Stein right here on iHeartRadio, 504-260-0995. What's cooking, Gumbo Nation? This is Dwayne Stein. It's my pleasure to welcome Floor Delee Law and Title to the Total Home Authority. Floor Delee Law and Title is your hometown team for real estate closings and all your essential legal services. Jeff and his vetted team of attorneys can help you with any legal services you may need. If I trust them, you can too. To find an office near you, visit FDLTitle.com. That's FDLTitle.com. What's cooking, Gumbo Nation? This is Dwayne Stein of Mortgage Gumbo. Buying a home in today's market is brave. At Mortgage Gumbo Dad Cam, my free second look saves listeners and homeowners like you thousands in interest, reduced fees, and lower interest rate. Before you buy, trust but verify with Mortgage Gumbo's free second look. Let me shop the best options for you today. Trusted for 30 plus years, I'll earn yours also. Visit Mortgage Gumbo Dad Cam. He said, she said, real versus fake news. Cool for social media. Gumbo Nation, when buying or refinancing, you need the right answers. At Mortgage Gumbo Dadcam, we help guarantee the best available rates you qualify for. Our dozens of investors, many of the same you're calling, are ready to earn your business, and it's all in one spot. Let me help you with the right loan at the right price. Visit Mortgage Gumbo Dadcam. Wow, that's awesome. So smooth. Hi, this is Dwayne Stein of Mortgage Gumbo. In those phrases, I get to hear daily from my mortgage clients. But when I get away from the office, America's original craft vodka, Tito's, draws the same compliment. So take a sip, relax, and conquer the world with a fresh beverage that includes Tito's. It's gluten-free. Visit MortgageGumbo.com. The views of Dwayne Stein are for entertainment purposes only and are not necessarily those of Cross Country Mortgage, Inc. 
Cross Country Mortgage Inc. is in MLS number 3029. Dwayne Stein is in MLS number 175109. To verify licensing, please visit nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Cross Country Mortgage Inc. is an equal housing opportunity lender. All programs, rates, and terms discussed on this program are subject to change, subject to certain restrictions, and subject to underwritten approval. For additional information on any of the programs discussed, please call 504-207-7607. Welcome back. You're listening to Mortgage Gumbo with Dwayne Stein right here on iHeartRadio. If you want to join the show, 504-260-0995. Celebrating nine plus years. Thanks for all those emails, uh, texts, thanking us for uh, last week on nine years. Hey, if you want to reach me, my day job, 504-207-7600. Or you can shoot an email to info at mortgagegumbo.com uh, or visit mortgagegumbo.com. All right, James, going to talk a little bit about reverse mortgages, my man. And before everybody goes, oh, my gosh, and, and, and puts their blinders on and la, 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 and all that, 10,000 Americans turn 65 every day and will continue through 2030. I don't know how they figure that out, but I guess that's what those census things do, right? 10,000 Americans turning 65 every day. Let me give you some uh, some stats here. You with me, Parker? I'm definitely with you. Let me give you some stats here before we get into the ins and outs of a reverse. Listen to the state of the boomer generation, right? Boomers have $11.6 trillion in equity. And by the time you hear this, you're going to you're going to understand why when I talk to folks about reverse mortgages, I use the statement house rich cash poor. 11.6 trillion. For many boomers, 70% of their assets are represented in their home equity. 49% of women and 45% of men of baby boomers begin taking Social Security before turning 65. So they're not waiting until full retirement age, which you did a show for a long time, so you know what that's all about and the importance of trying to push Social Security back. Yeah, well, almost half of people turn it on in the first year. Correct. Life expectancy in 1921 was 60.8 years. Now life expectancy is 78 years. So it's increasing by every six years by about a year. So well, in layman's terms, made, what's that? We we made those timetables, we made those actuary actuarial tables before we'd even invented penicillin. Exactly. Exactly. So in simpler terms, we're living longer. Twelve percent of retirees, one out of eight of you, will spend your last four years in a nursing home. Who will take care of that cost is my question. 66% of baby boomers' savings and retirements have been affected and impacted by the desire to assist grandchildren with expenses such as student loans and down payments for housing. Here's a sad stat. Average student loan debt for borrower 62-plus for baby boomers. James, I don't know how many baby boomers are 62-plus going to college. It's 25000 is the average student loan debt. So what that tells you is baby boomers are funding, like we just talked about, 66% having their savings impact because they're helping grandkids and kids with student loans. That's what we talk about co-signing. Yep. During the pandemic, while every other generation average debt fell, baby boomers' debt rose almost 7% to 140000 One in three baby boomers say they cannot buy a car because of the student loan debt of helping grandchildren. And baby boomers, on average, hold 3.45 credit cards. So my point of bringing this up is I understand reverse mortgage is on for everybody. 
But let me give you the definition of what a reverse mortgage is. It's a loan for homeowners age 62 and over that allows them to borrow against the equity in their home. As the name suggests, and the way it differs from a standard or forward mortgage is, when you use a reverse mortgage and borrow money, instead of making monthly payments on the balance of the loan and reducing your interest, which is what we talk about on full mortgage all the time, right? Bi-weekly payments. Don't pay back all that interest. Well, on a reverse mortgage, you don't make payments, so naturally interest accrues, which makes it a reverse mortgage. I think it's important that we use that term because there are a lot, there are a lot of myths out there about a reverse mortgage. And as I'm helping more and more listeners, I'm getting referred by so many local banks. They're like, you got to go call this guy. And there's different reasons for everybody. In a reverse mortgage, like I said, maybe it's not for you. But do you fall into that generation where, hey, you're not living as comfortably? This last little boom of inflation, how is it affecting you? That average of 3.45 credit cards that you got, maybe it wasn't a big deal when it was at 0%, but now it's at average of 20%. So the advantages, right? There's tons when you start looking at pros and cons. And boom, you know, and, and look, there's a great question, a great question that, that came over this morning when I talked about yesterday about reverse mortgages online. Well, why don't I just do a, a home equity uh, loan or a HELOC? That's a good question, right, James? Why do a reverse mortgage when I could just do a HELOC? Um, yeah, they're, they're quite similar, but you'll notice Tom Selleck and Robert Devane and all these other people or whoever else it is on, on TV aren't pushing it because there's no government guarantee. There's, there's a secret little government trick that the banks love because if they're going to lose money on your deal, the taxpayers are going to cover it, and that's just not so with the HELOC. Well, that's correct, and here's the thing. A HELOC, number one, they can close down your line at any time which we're already starting to see credit card lenders do that. So let's take a reverse versus a HELOC. On a reverse, there's no payback. On a HELOC, you got to make payments. Okay? On a reverse, you receive a lump sum or a line of credit. Same thing on a HELOC. So what and what there? On a HELOC, the interest on the money you take out, right, is on an adjustable rate that... You've got to pay back. So the payment changes. It differs. On a reverse mortgage, it doesn't because there's no payment. On a reverse mortgage, that interest on that line of credit, on a HELOC, that line of credit, well, I'm just going to take it out and let it sit in the bank and not use it. You're earning zero. On a reverse right now, over 8%. All my reverses right now, not one is under 8.2% on their line of credit on the interest they are going to accrue. And then, as we said, on a HELOC, at any point, the lender can reduce. On a reverse mortgage, if the world ends tomorrow and we go back to 09 and values plummet, you're still guaranteed the money in your line of credit. Whereas on a HELOC... Or line of credit, you're not allowed that. So that is a great question, but there, why they seem the same, lines of credit on a reverse versus a line of credit on a HELOC, there's huge, huge differences there. Huge differences. All right, when, when I'm talking to people in the street, friends, family, friends of family, family of friends, uh, half of them, if I bring up a reverse mortgage for someone's situation in retirement, they'll say, isn't that just a scam for the bank to own my house? And I just start with, no, the bank does not want your house. But I'm sure you can say it better than me. Let me uh, introduce, explain how this is not a scam. Let me introduce a term to you. It's called a non-recourse loan. And I go over this with every client that I sit in front of. Unlike Magnum P.I. and the Fonds, 
who you see their commercials and they send you off to somebody in India or some third world country to try and tell you how to reverse mortgage works. You deal with me personally when it comes to reverse. So let me answer Parker's question and many of you's question. Oh, the bank's going to take my home. It's called a non-recourse loan. That means you're pledging your property in, in lieu of making payments and we cannot take your home. Nor, let me add to this to make you feel better, for all the siblings out there who are like, I don't want to deal with that, nor the non-recourse loan allows any comeback on family members. So you take out a reverse mortgage, the responsibility never goes to any heirs. So a non-recourse loan, you're pledging your property so you do not, as in lieu of payments, and you are never, ever, that roof stays over your head. As long as you pay your taxes and insurances, which I don't know anybody out there, if they stop paying taxes on their property, guess what? The assessor, all those folks are going to come after you anyway. So you're required to pay taxes and insurances on a forward mortgage just like on a reverse mortgage. Even hey, John, more so. To, Go ahead, Parker. So what, happens, what happens if you're promising at this monthly amount from your reverse mortgage, but you end up living so low? You know what? On the, uh, let's, that's a great question. I'm going to explain the rule of 95, which is going to reinforce and make everybody feel better. We just told you how the bank does not and cannot take your home because it's a non-recourse. On the other side of the break... I'm going to let you know to prove even more how the bank does not want your home. And what happens if you outlive the bank, right? And you borrowed 100000 or you, and now you owe 150 because, heaven forbid, you live longer, like we said. I'm going to explain to you more proof of why the bank doesn't want your home. We're talking about reverse mortgages. Tune in on the other side. You're listening to Mortgage Gumbo with Dwayne Stein. Right here on iHeartRadio, 504-260-0995. He said, she said, real versus fake news. Cool for social media. Gumbo Nation, when buying or refinancing, you need the right answers. At Mortgage Gumbo Dadcam. We help guarantee the best available rates you qualify for. Our dozens of investors, many of the same you're calling, are ready to earn your business, and it's all in one spot. Let me help you with the right loan at the right price. Visit MortgageGumbo.com. What's cooking, Gumbo Nation? This is Dwayne Stein. It's my pleasure to welcome Florida Lee Law and Title to the Total Home Authority. Florida Lee Law and Title is your hometown team for real estate closings and all your essential legal services. Jeff and his vetted team of attorneys can help you with any legal services you may need. If I trust them, you can too. To find an office near you, visit FDLTitle.com. That's FDLTitle.com. Wow, that's awesome. So smooth. Hi, this is Dwayne Stein of Mortgage Gumbo. In those phrases, I get to hear daily from my mortgage clients. But when I get away from the office, America's original craft vodka, Tito's, draws the same compliments. So take a sip, relax, and conquer the world with a fresh beverage that includes Tito's. It's gluten-free. Visit MortgageGumbo.com. He said, she said, real versus fake news. Cool for social media. Gumbo Nation, when buying or refinancing, you need the right answers. At Mortgage Gumbo Dadcam, we help guarantee the best available rates you qualify for. Our dozens of investors, many of the same you're calling, are ready to earn your business, and it's all in one spot. Let me help you with the right loan at the right price. Visit Mortgage Gumbo Dadcam. Welcome back. You're listening to Mortgage Gumbo with Dwayne Stein right here on iHeartRadio 
It's our final segment. We're talking about reverse mortgages on the other side. On the previous block, we discussed how and why the bank does not take your home. Look it up. It's called a non-non. I know I talk a little funny. I'm from God's country. Non-N-O-N recourse loan, not N-I-N-E recourse loan. So, Parker, you asked, and this is a question that, you know, is what if I outlive? So what if my home is worth 100000 and I owe 130000 right? I've lived long, and the interest that accrued is now worth more than what the balance is, uh, what the value of my home is, right? Is that what you well, were kind of asking? And anyone can do the math and say, well, heck, if I live to age 101, they're going to be have paid me far more, plus the interest and all that, than uh, that they can get by selling the house. Why would the bank take this deal? Why would they put in some sort of provision to cover for that at least? So here's, so here's more proof of, for folks if you want to feel better. It's called the Rule of 95. And what this means is this, that if you outlive you live a nice long life, you use your reverse money, and the interest has accrued is worth more than what the value of the home is, your heirs or your estate can sell the property at 95% of what the current appraised value is. And then the bank will take those net proceeds as payment. So let's say... You're able to sell it and pay off the loan Well, then at 95%, or more importantly, what I see, and I'm doing it right now, the estate is selling it to a family member at 95% of what the value is, and the bank is eating over $30,000 in interest. So that is proof that the bank does not want the home. So understand this, that you have options when it comes to reverse mortgage. You own the title. I had a lady I met with this week. Well, what if I want to paint my house? What if I do it? You own the title. What if in five years I want to sell my house? Sell it just like you would today. You'll get a payoff balance and you'll pay it off and you get the rest of those monies. What happens if... You start a reverse mortgage, but you have a health issue, and you have to move into assisted living or something. Absolutely, you could as long as you let's say if you've got to go, you have six months to make a move on that. Now you can use funds of the reverse mortgage to help with those costs, but once you're out of the house for at least six months, then you've got to move on figuring out what it. Because if you're going in a nursing home and you're in for six plus months. Nursing home isn't a hospital, folks. It's probably more long-term care. So they don't want your property just sitting there accruing interest if you don't have to. So that's when you get with them, you get with me as the lender, and we put together a game plan for you to sell the house or do whatever needs to be done at that point. In a reverse mortgage, because I get this question all the time, because people are like, dude, you're giving over 8%. I want to use my condo in Orange Beach. It has to be your primary residence. All right, next question. How old do you have to be, and also how old should you be? So anybody that's 62 years or above, right, qualifies. They've got a new provision in there where 58, but, yeah, you know, it's, it's tough. But So 62 is the HECM, the Home Equity Conversion Mortgage Number. With that being said, you're a spring chicken. Reverse mortgages use the equity in your home versus your age, right? So what you have to understand about that is we've got to look at how much equity is there versus what your age is. So while 62 is the qualifying factor, everybody's different. Now, let's say you're married. If you're married, we have to use the youngest um, homeowner. So if you're a cougar and you went and got yourself a young hubby, we got to use the youngest member of the household, their date of birth. So when you say, so what's it, the right number, James? 
there's there's no right number. I'm helping a lady out right now who's in her 90s who is still sharp as a tack, but the family has agreed that she wants home care and she's sitting on a house with a ton of equity and instead of putting that burden on the family and her using up all her savings and using up life insurance, cashing in a life insurance policy to help pay for the health care, she wants to die in her home, she's going to use the equity in her home for reverse mortgage to handle home care health. Okay, and so it takes the burden minimum, off the family. There's a, there's a minimum age of 62. Is there a maximum age? Will the bank give you a, a, no. a reverse mortgage? If- no, there's not. And let's talk about, no, there's not. And let me talk about qualifying here before we run out of time. On a traditional mortgage, you use debt-to-income ratio, right? How much does Parker, how much does the listener of the Gumbo Nation make compared to their debts? When it comes to a reverse mortgage, we use disposable income, which means we have to leave you so much money every month to live off of. A reverse mortgage to make people even feel better. It is not a, like we said, a home equity loan. It is not used for debt consolidation. So if you've got debt out there, you still have to qualify with that debt. Now, the cash I give you, you could go pay off that debt, but debt cannot be included in a reverse mortgage. That is not what the program is set up for. It's set up to make sure that loved ones guarantee a roof over their head. All right, next question. How does this affect my taxes? Do I have to pay taxes on my income from a reverse mortgage? Great, great question. Loan proceeds are tax-free and not considered income. Tax-free, let me repeat, tax-free, the money you get from a reverse mortgage or you use in a reverse mortgage, it's tax-free, and it's not considered income. What if my house is not all the way paid off? Can I still do it? Absolutely. We'll pay it off with the reverse mortgage. Many reverse mortgages that we do, that's why they're coming to us. Right now, their credit cards have added up. They want to get rid of that monthly payment every month because that's net money. When you're 62 plus, those Christmas bonuses aren't coming like they did when you were out in the working force. So the reverse mortgage offers you that benefit and gives you some, some of that financial freedom in your golden years. Folks, if you want to know more about reverse mortgages, give us a call. 504-207-7600. Go to mortgagegumbo.com. See if it's right for you. The, the questions, the answers are free. Let's have a who that weekend. And until next week, Gumbo Nation, keep stirring the pot.